BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. Hour three, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! 
If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. And speaking of Indeed, now that the first two rounds of the tournament are over, be sure to check out the Bracket Challenge standings at FoxSportsRadio.com for Fox Sports Radio's million-dollar Bracket Challenge powered by Indeed. I am Duke or bust, Mike Harmon, which I guess I was in the beginning of the tournament. I am yeah. Duke. If Duke wins, yeah. If Duke is out, eh, there's no more tournament. Tournament's yeah, over. there's a Close lot out. of red ink after four days. No question yeah. about it. I still have three of my final four alive, including my title game and champion. So, uh, But a lot of red ink. Uh, otherwise, there, the whole right side of the bracket for me was you might as well have had, uh, you know, pick your favorite painter. Just come in and do one of those giant blotches over the top of my bracket. That's how poor, how poorly I picked that side of things. But, it's like a Pollock hey, painting. I'm just going to smear it. paint all over and then just draw it all, use my hands and do you all know, kinds of stuff. I did uh, what I was doing, hands-on art, right? I was a docent oftentimes for Maddie's and, and Eleanor's classes uh, as they were growing up. And then they finally hit a point saying, you've done enough. Let some of these other uh, lazy people take over, which is kind of funny because then when they beg for docents, they'll see the emails or flyers be like, please don't. Please don't. It's like, why? It was funny. Everybody loved me. But we did Pollock at one point, and they, they're like, Here, here's the video clip to use. And it was this cool jazz behind it, right? So, like, you know, little scatting and the whole thing. But he's in his driveway, and he's got tarp out, and he's painting, and he's smoking like a damn chimney the entire time. <laughs> like, he finishes one. He couldn't light the next fast enough. And the whole time I'm sitting there going, this is the video you decided we needed to bring into the school. Because a couple of points, it gets it closes up. You get the close-up shot, and there he is taking a nice long drag. And it's like, in the background, like, guy with the stand-up bass, clearly you hear. <laughs> and then it's he starts painting again, and it starts to speed up, and he's bouncing all over the tarp. But it's just I just remember him, the slow motion almost. Here he is going to take a nice long drag to admire what he's done and, and plan the next space. And so I had to sit and filibuster and make jokes about it. You know, I was like, well, you know, right, this, this is what you used to do in television and film uh, when you were trying to contemplate, you know, some long plan, whether you were the good guy or the bad guy. Like not saying you know this this guy was a wreck uh, you know, trying to you know because we do a little bit of the biography and it always ended up going all right so what happened to him it's like well well kids um not not so good like let's just say he's not with us anymore or she's not with us anymore and like but how did they die it's like no, no, we're, not, we're not we're not we're not doing that we're not going into that just yeah. let's appreciate the work they left yeah. us and move on no it's, it's like the first time when you when your son or daughter says to you dad what happened to gaston uh gaston fell yeah but what happened nah he fell and, and no come on that didn't happen boy what a horrible how do you know the beast that would be because he he fell into the fog and you know Gaston well, died, spoiler. but but it but sorry that happens no well i mean that was a, that was a uh, yeah dad what Go happened ahead. to Gaston now nah, he falls fell. like Gascon 
Yeah. Or when uh, when we yeah, were first like watching. you made a Gascon. <laughs> Don't <laughs> tell him. What happened to Gascon? Oh, he fell. No, like the first time we watched uh, was an Attack of the Clones. And when, uh, sorry, spoiler alert, uh, Mace Windu kills Jango Fett, right? And, and, you know, cuts his head off with a lightsaber. And, you know, because it's Star Wars. There's no blood. There's no anything. It's a, and you just see his helmet, you know, uh, fall, hit the ground. It you know, rolls his head's to the inside kid. It. Yeah, and his head's inside <laughs> it. And, and when my daughter said, ooh, what happened to, what happened to Jango Fett? And I said, because uh, we watched Star Wars when she was young, and she loved, had a good you know, loves it, loves it, loves it. And I said, oh, well, you know, Mace Windu won and knocked Boba Fett's helmet off and not knock Django Fett's helmet off oh okay I'm like ooh, boy I, t- <laughs> I skated by with that one didn't I all right then yeah you want to see where he knocks his helmet off yeah we'll watch that scene again it's okay we'll watch that one yeah you ever sit down and actually tell her the truth on that one now well eventually she what she knew you know so oh child, yeah that happens I go but Star Wars you don't see anything you don't see anything she's all right no, my daughter's my daughter's like going to be Siskel and Ebert man I mean all the movies she, in the pandemic the the movie the movie education that she got in the pandemic was just legendary. I mean, she could she could she could be better than Siskel and Ebert and Roper and 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 movie minute guys and everything. She could be she could be like the greatest movie reviewer already. You know, what are you thirteen? Yes, the cinematography in uh, Superman uh, really doesn't compare to the early Wonder Woman. I mean, you know, all the movies we got to see. The early Wonder Woman. Those two Wonder Women, Wonder Woman movies. Wonder Women. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Sorry, I was reading a thing about the NFT world of the world of women. Wow, very, that's a very high floor uh, of uh, ten plus Ethereum on that. I mean, that's that's a pretty hefty price tag. But anyway, Wonder Woman two uh, about ooh, extra viewings. Ooh, no, 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 watch it a third ooh, time while you're slightly inebriated. No, there's it's no way terrible. I'm watching that movie again. Wonder Woman two was. I still remember this day when you said to me, "What'd you think?" And I said. I don't think I'm going to watch it again. And you laugh for like five minutes. I remember. Well, that. no, and I'm here's never the thing. Watching that again. No, it's it's terrible. <laughs> it's trash. But what's funny about it is generally you are a, and, and I think I could say this with all the years I've known you, you will watch the same movies and television shows repeatedly. Oh, sure, right, sure, yeah, almost obsessively would be the. Um, the way I mean, because look, look what you did to your poor child with all the Harry Potter films. Oh, no, you kidding? We've been, we've been a Harry Potter family for years now. No, but that's now what I mean, though. And, and look what you did. Yeah. Um, now, we're, now we're a supernatural family. We are oh, binging okay. supernatural. I'm like, this is 15 seasons, and we're in the middle of season seven. I'm going, this isn't terrible. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah, we, How do you we, get 15 years out of this? I don't know. Yeah, we started going back into uh, the good place again. But we sat and we oh, watched okay. Red Panda over the last two days. Oh, how was Red Panda? Not good. Okay. <laughs> Mike Harmon reviews Red Panda in two words. I, I'm not going to get <laughs> There's There's a lot being written on it. There's a lot of videos where I'm just shaking my head of people really trying to get deep on it. It's like, really? It's a um, Pixar movie, people. Calm uh, Mike, your blank Mike, down. We, we paid one at 800 words on this. Yeah, you just need two. Not good. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I can get you the 800 words. I mean, okay. the music's right. fine. It's, it's uh, Billie Eilish and uh, Phineas. Okay. Did the music. And then right. um, there's a boy band that figures prominently. Okay. Including uh, the greatness that is Jordan Fisher. Mm, is it BTS? So we had fun with that. Is it but BTS? beyond that, no. Is it BTS? Oh, okay. No. Right. Beyond that, it's, um, it's not good. 
coming up next, Mike Harmon reviews Red Panda. Not good. That's it. Good night, everybody. That's our show. Hey, hey. <laughs> on TikTok, that would have killed. Because I would have done a 54-second uh, intro. And boom, there's your two <laughs> seconds. I will see you next time. Mike at the movies in a minute. That would have killed on Vine. It would have been so good. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> you mocked uh, me. So I saved you time. You did. You did. Uh, not good. Okay, great. Uh, so today, speaking of not good, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. How dare you? Is, wow, dude, this just trade was just You can't mad. compare the two of those this trades. Trade is just Go watch mad. that trek and then tell this me that you're comparing. you got to be much higher on Matt Ryan Matt than Ryan's that Matt Ryan's a jag. He is just a guy. Look, today Matt Ryan gets traded to the Colts for a third-round pick, and this is just – Meh. This is the Colts saying, hey, we're just going to bait and switch and go from Phillip Rivers, which didn't work, to Carson Wentz, which didn't work, to Matt Ryan, who's a jag. If this was Matt Ryan of six, seven years ago, you got something because Matt Ryan was a really good quarterback. But look at every single measurable he has. Every measurable is down on a four-year trend now. You don't suddenly just get better. He's a game manager, and what he can do is throw short. That's what he does. Matt Ryan. Find Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor out of the back. Let's go. You are not going to win the games you need to win with Matt Ryan at quarterback, right? All you did was become the same team you were last year. I could still win that division, though. And maybe you squeak into the maybe. Maybe you do. This is if Matt Ryan is okay, but Matt Ryan's not been good. Mike, he, again, he's just a guy. Every completion percentage is down. His completions are down. His touchdowns are down. His interceptions are still the same. His quarterback rating's down. His team's wins and losses, everything is down. He's down, down, down. He completed 67% of his passes last he's year. Down across the 65 before that. When Who was he throwing ball, to this last year? The, he nearly you, got to 4,000 yards, and he was throwing to the equivalent of me. When you complete when you can throw the ball four yards, Roethlisberger, you're going to complete some passes. <laughs> but he's not. The Colts needed to be bold. They needed dynamic, and, and, and they didn't get it. I would have called the Cardinals for Kyler Murray if I was them. Hey, you really hate him? Let's well, they might have called him, and they here. got laughed right? at. Do you want I'd, that going into public? Because all gone, of a sudden, Steve Kahn even said, knows you know he what? can't make that deal. You know who can throw the football down the field? Jameis Winston. Let's go get Jameis Winston. Something bolder. And this is what the Colts promised us, right? Ursay said, we're going to go out. We're going to do something big. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is just a guy. Okay, he is just a guy. And f- to think that he's going to suddenly come in and you're going to be better? No, you'll be about the same. And for a team that is going to be about the same, that's not good enough. You needed a guy to come in that was going to make the weapons you have better. Because what the Colts have is they're the best running back in the NFL. They have a great offensive line. They have a really good defense. They don't have the weapons at wide receiver where Matt Ryan's going to come in and make everybody better. It's not who he is. That's why you need a quarterback to come in that's going to be one of those guys. You needed to go bolder, and you didn't. And this is just a, well, we're going to throw a Band-Aid move on here because we really don't have anybody. We have nobody. We got Burt Jones as our next guy up How to play quarterback you? for us. We got Mike Pagel up as the next guy to play quarterback <laughs> for us. That's it. They had nothing else. So let's go make this. And in the end, that's why it's meh. Is it the worst move in the world? No, it's not the worst. It's not like they went out and got Baker Mayfield. This is not the worst move. But this is just, oh, 
you're kind of just spinning your wheels with a really talented roster. Because if they, if they had great wide receivers and, and you're coming, your weapons are, hey, we got one of the top ten wide receivers in the game. We got, All right, then I kind of get it. But Michael Pittman Jr. is your best receiver, and he's, uh, he's okay. You don't have a lot. That's why you need a bigger quarterback to come in, and Matt Ryan is just going to be a guy that kind of does what Carson Wentz did last year, and that wasn't good enough. You're not dynamic enough to get by all these big quarterbacks in the NFL that put all kinds of points on the board. If it was Matt Ryan, the age of 30, great move. Matt Ryan now on a four-year downward trend everywhere? No, it's just kind of meh. He's a jag. I'll take him out for a third-round pick. I, I got to think that Ballard, Ursay, and the Brass did their, their deep dives. And, and look, when we get down to it with the Browns and Deshaun Watson, and there's a there's hundred other angles uh, that spun off of our discussion Friday uh, that could take us uh, all the way through the to the preseason. Uh, regarding Watson, is that maybe the Colts weren't willing to bend over as much as the Browns were, right? And and that's the thing, right? You take a swing, but, you know, sometimes you have to check that swing because you're thinking better of, of the pitch selection that's coming through or what's on the other end of it, right? So that that's what we're looking at in that. It, and I wouldn't doubt that they place calls for some of these other quarterbacks because yeah you're right in the AFC you know you need one of those guys to try to to break through or at least have a guy that has the guts to put the ball up that's going to be the thing with Matt Ryan so you're going to be able to to do what and and not turtle like Carson Wentz did I mean his name is Matty Ice and he is on those cold call things he had to learn something from Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ice T <laughs> hanging out on that set about you know going and making your breaks. So yeah, you've got Pittman, you got Mo Ali Cox, the tight end. We talked about the running backs, good offensive line that's getting tweaked. Maybe the Honey Badger comes over the top, but you did a great job picking up Quiddy Pay in the draft this past year. He and Buckner, you you just traded for Yannick Ngakwe who's very well-traveled at this point, but the guy can play. And then in the second level, you got Darius Leonard, who's one of the best guys to clean it up sideline to sideline. Yeah, you're in position, you know, to, to go and make some plays. And I like Paris Campbell. If he can stay healthy, he's intriguing. So, and then T.Y. Hilton's still there. Uh, he shows up every third or fourth day uh, in terms of a, a big effort. But He's going to be playing when the Mets get rid of Bobby Bonilla Day. T.Y. Hilton's still going to be in the NFL. 2035, he's going to be 50 years old, still playing in the NFL. I'm just saying, I, I like this, and I, I think intent, at least for the division, uh, if, if not better, right? So take down Tennessee and move forward. I like it. Matty Ice as a member of your Indianapolis no. Colts. Re- remember that. Remember when Matt Ryan starts out terrible after week three. Hey, you know, you. Oh, what happened? Well, you what know what? That, that has happened a bunch here, though. The Colts have lost eight straight openers. Would you believe that? That's absolutely amazing. Frank Reich, uh, in his uh, first five weeks, he's 8-12. and 12, And then week six on, once they actually get to know each other, 29-16 and 16 for a 64% winning percentage. And there's one to grow on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. 
If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. And speaking of Indeed, now the first two rounds of the tournament are over. Be sure to check out the Bracket Challenge standings at FoxSportsRadio.com for Fox Sports Radio's million-dollar Bracket Challenge powered by indeed we will repick the final four coming up later on in the show probably about 45 minutes from now we'll tell you, see after the sweet 16 and just tell you okay now now what four teams do we see playing for the national championship because you know as mike Harmon said a few minutes ago a lot of red ink on these brackets there's no question about it very painful painful it, process it is. it is it is but in the end you know the best part about it is that even if you lose in the tournament, how, how much have you really lost, right? What was your bracket at work? $5, 10 If you're no, in a big right. money bracket, it's 20 bucks. Okay, it's 20 bucks. If you have money to spend on a bracket, I, I think you're okay. It's not like, oh, man, my kid can't go to college. I was one of those $25,000 bracket pools. I, was well, re- I felt really good. Uh, but look at St. Peter's. They killed me. All my teams were going, and St. Peter's did it. Uh, that would be the one thing I would say that eh, maybe that would have been better off something else, another decision made. Well, that's just it. You always got to just go find your find your where your discretionary income line is, right? One of the big stories out of the weekend was everybody wringing their hands for the guy that bought the last Brady ball at auction, right? The one Mike Evans threw into the crowd, paid $518,000. Now it's like, well, should he have to pay? It's like, damn right he should have to pay. As of right now, it is the last touchdown ball. There was nothing wrong there, and a lot can happen between now and September. And you know what? I'm guessing the guy had $518,000 to burn, and congratulations to the guy that consigned it. Mm. But the same thing here. <laughs> if you got five or ten bucks, mm. yeah, right now that's a couple of gallons of gas. I get it. I know. It hurts. It hurts. Well, in, in Los Angeles, it's like a half gallon of gas. It's getting there, buddy. It's getting there. The gas station nearest to me uh, tipped over the $6 mark the other, the other day. So, Man, I'll tell you. That's why, the lines at, that's why the lines at Costco are like, you know, all the way down around the block. Oh, I can get it for four eighty. Oh, yeah, let me get in there. Got to get into Costco. Yeah, but here's the question, Jason. Yeah. What's your time worth? Are you enjoying the time sitting in line at Costco? Does it make you feel good if at the end you save five or six bucks? Right, because when you average it out, like you're at, you know, a basic car has what, 10, 11 gallons that you're mm-hmm. going and getting. So say, sure. say you, you save, save 50 to 60 cents per gallon. Isn't your time worth more than what you're doing sitting there like an ass at Costco? But if I'm it's just, your. And you have to drive to Costco. Maybe you don't have a Costco right down the street from you. Well, the thing is, thing is I like going to Costco. No. I, I, I see Costco has replaced Target as my place to go when I want to shop and like get out for a little while because like Target's clothes. I just like I don't like, you know, T-shirts I buy, but I go to Costco. And boy, I get, I get pretty good stuff at Costco. I like I actually like going to Costco. Right. But you're not buying gas in the Costco was my point. No, but if it's part is, of an all around shopping excursion. No. Yeah, uh, have at it. But I know folks that are like, yeah, I'm going to go drive to Costco because I need gas. I'm like, well, you're driving 15 miles to get there no, and then is, you're going to sit in line hey and i'm not is it your time you? worth something Listen, people i'm not lying to you i shop at the busiest costco in the united states 
The one I shop and documented, it is the busiest Costco in the United States. I mean, I'm not, that's not hyperbole. That's what it is. It's the busiest Costco. So this is why it works, because my wife is not nearly the shopper and browser that I am, because I, I online browse all the time, man. It's great. So what she does is say, I don't really want to go in and walk in and go, all right, so drop me off at the front. I'll go in. You go in and get gas. And when you're done, then you let me know. And she's like, great, because she gets on her phone and plays games while she's waiting in line. I go in. I get to walk around and browse the books and the clothes. Do I need a new T-shirt here? I need a pair of pants, whatever it is. Oh, yes, you have the samples out. I will try some of that again. Oh, you know what I need? I need that the big uh, uh, three gallon thing of of mouthwash yes let me get that and then i go through and i do i need sunglasses do i want to and then everything works that's why it works out great my anniversary the other that's why it works out hey just drop me off inside and then you will get gas and it was that really part of your anniversary how it does outing Oh, no, no, that's just that's just like Tuesday, man. That's like us being ballers. <laughs> that's like a Tuesday. But I was going to say, because if that was nah, a big nah, event nah, nah. for the anniversary. No, no, no. Our anniversary God went to the food you. court. Went to the food court and had lunch. That's what we did. We went to, did we, you go was, to two uh, separate places and then meet in the middle? Uh, no, no, no. We both went to Sbarro. We went to Sbarro. Okay. Mm, that was it. That's what it is. Hey, that's baller life, man. That's what it is, you know? <laughs> That's what her life. Ball, all ball of life. What'd you do? Went to the food court. Went to the food. Oh, really? Yeah. Went to the food court, man. It's great. It's a, you know, and I can't tell you how awesome it is now that I'm at the point now. And obviously, look, here in Los Angeles with the reopening, everything, COVID, and, you know, hopefully keeping your fingers crossed, this new Omicron variant and everything. But, like, now I'm at the point where I'm just bringing my mask with me and sure. I'm judging by what the inside of the store is like. To see if I, you know, need to put a mask on. Like if if I go in there and the people that are working are wearing masks, I'm like, okay, then I'm going to put a mask on because obviously they want to wear masks still. So I'm okay. But if I go in there and people are, I'm like, okay, then I won't wear it and I, and I'll I'll leave it off. And I'm like, okay. But I always that now instead of wearing it everywhere, but now I'll bring it with me and I'll judge and go, okay, how is everybody in here? Okay, well if they're if the people in the store are wearing it, like the people that work there is what I mean, not not the not the the people shopping. If the people that are working there are wearing the okay. I will, but if not, I'm like, okay. I, that, that's kind of what. That's kind of how I do it. Now it's kind of fun. I think by the summer, hopefully, knock wood, we keep going well. The the masks will all be, and you'll just see people want to wear them because they want to keep wearing them, and and all the the different. Um, even like the unofficial mask mandates, like I'm saying, like if I go into a store and everybody's wearing them, like in the food industry, you're still wearing masks and, and, and certain places still have to. Uh, but I think by the time, you know, another couple of months, it's going to be, hey, you're not even going to think about it anymore. Knock wood. I mean, I hope so. Knock wood. But I think exactly. That's what it's Knock be. wood. Yeah. Bang on a table. Bang a gong. Whatever you need to do. Uh, that That is certainly the hope. But uh, be safe out there. People take care of each other. Uh, and remember, uh, just because you haven't driven a lot in the last couple of years doesn't mean you get to get back out there and the rules of the road have been abolished. Oh, I the know. The things People, you once yeah. upon a time remembered oh. and maybe kind of adhered to <laughs> are, are still on the books. People are people are driving like it's Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> it really They're is. Out, man. It's oh, some next level stuff, man. I tell you what, I, I, there are times where I'm convinced yeah. someone didn't like a take from the night before. Oh. I, I have enough close calls, me and the dog out there. Yeah. He's on like his 87th life at this point. Guys playing a flaming guitar on top of the truck that's bearing down on you. Oh, It's, it's something, man. Let me tell you. Uh, let me give you a quote. And this is T-shirt is going to fall over himself to try to find something to play. Here's a quote from an NFL hopeful today. The stretches work. It's the reason why I've been doing them. 
If it helped getting an eighth of an inch, I'll take it. Direct quote from an NFL hopeful today. Everybody knows who this is. The stretches work. It's the reason why I've been doing them. If it helped getting an eighth of an inch, I'll take it. Got to get to at least eight, nine inches, then then it's going to be good. Oh, wow, Teichert found that one pretty fast. Well, he's, um, he's a talented man. What can I say? That is, of course, John Stamos. John, John, why is it John Stamos? He's an athlete. It's, no, he's not going he, to the NFL Well, he draft. is. He was on that uh, dancing thing with Julianne Huff no, in uh, Viva true. Las Vegas yesterday. Okay, but that's not getting you to the NFL, though. It's it could nowadays. <laughs> you know what? I like the way that guy danced. Hey, let's make that guy our quarterback. What? Yeah, they'll make a movie out. Disney will make a movie out of it soon. Sean Payton will uh, will play me because, you know, he feels bad that Kevin James had to play him. No, it'll be great. It'll work out. Uh, that is pit quarterback Kenny Pickett. Potential first-round pick who, of course, at the Combine, one of the biggest stories was he had the smallest, tiny little baby hands. <laughs> How's he going to hold that big football and throw it down the field? It's a tiny little baby hands. But now his hand checked in an eighth of an inch yeah. bigger. He is now at eight and five-eighths inches up from eight and a half inches. That sounds and like some home cooking for his pro day. Well, maybe you know you know how you have like they call the friendly stopwatch for the uh, yeah. you know for the forty yard dash. Maybe this was the the friendly ruler. You know ah that rule I'm giving you. Ex- I mean really it's an eighth of an inch, right? You're getting an extra eighth of an inch. But now his hand size has gone up to eight and five eighths inches, which still is the smallest hand in the National Football League. Taysom Hill has the second smallest backup quarterback for the Saints. Kenny Pickett would still be coming in with the smallest hand. You know the stigma that goes along with it. So you know he's been doing work stretching out the distance between his thumb and his pinky finger because stretched out at its full uh, extension is how you measure uh, somebody's hand and you know I got these big panda hands and I can stretch all the way out as far and I can get to at least eight and a half inches Teichert's going to save that one forever. Like I, I, can, I can stretch out, and I can, and so you know, we like. I don't know if he's put like a baseball between his pinky finger and his and and his and his uh, ring finger, and like a baseball between his index finger and his and his thumb, just to to walk around and try to stretch it out a little bit. But he's got to be doing something like that for suddenly to say, "Hey, now I can stretch my hand out a little bit." You guys, it's okay to draft me. Don't worry about my real tiny baby hands anymore. Now I got an extra eighth of an inch. Oh, well, now it's eight and five-eighths. Now we'll take the guy first overall. We're going to take him completely off our draft board. Now we'll take him first overall. Kenny Pickett, everybody. Do you think he did any uh, stretching exercises akin to the uh, rehabilitation efforts of Dr. Strange? I'll take your uh, answer off. (laughs) I'll hang up and listen. Uh, Look, man, whatever. If that's the measurable that's going to get you over. I saw some pretty good jokes of uh, how he was attired, you know, saying he looked like he was straight out of Yellowstone uh, season four, which I thought was pretty good, too. But, Yeah. yeah, it's... I don't know. Some of it's just nonsense. You know, I do the Sunday show, uh, Fox Sports Sunday with Bucky Brooks, right? NFL Scout, NFL.com, uh, the NFL Network, hanging out on FS1. I mean, he's everywhere. But And, and coaching high school. And we were getting into it a bit about the stopwatches. And I told him how jaded I was after those bogus pronouncements of the unofficial times that got to go viral. And then three hours later, oh, no, no, we're going to call those back. 
Like, nobody ever loves the retraction or, or acknowledges the retraction. Like, no, you got all your juice, uh, except for us, because we had to call it out because it was nonsense. And he yeah. goes, no, they like the hand times. Like, why? If you can put down a laser that obvious, <laughs> that actually does this start to finish with no human error involved, why would we not? Likewise here, if, if we're really quibbling over the eighth of an inch of a guy's hand, right? You mentioned Taysom Hill. You've been arguing about Taysom Hill all day. Uh, so you got that going for you. But just the, the idea that that's going to be the thing that decides if you're a first or a second round pick, not your acumen on the whiteboard or reading the defense as they throw random plays up. How would you run this? What would you do differently from your own career in these dis- different situations? Nah. Did, did his hand stretch enough yet? Nope. Get back to that Dr. Strange. Go see Benjamin Bratt. He'll tune you into what you need to be doing. You know, it's it's I I, I equate the the measuring of someone's hand, for instance, at a combine. It's a way to get somebody to either say no or to feel good about the guy you want to draft. Because if you like Kenny Pickett and you heard that he had a his hands were big that's something that all right great now i love the guy even more right i want if i'm looking for a way to say yes if you didn't like Kenny Pickett and you saw that his hand is small, it's, well, I can't draft him now. It's another reason to not draft him. I was unsure about Kenny Pickett, but his hand is tiny. Maybe he doesn't throw the football. Maybe he can't do it in the elements. It's a way for, for, for me to say no. It, it's the same thing about when you want to buy a car. You want to feel good about buying a car. So today's news that an extra eighth of an inch is on Kenny Pickett's hand. This is like you going in, meeting with the dealer, and they tell you what they can do for you, and you go home and you go, I don't know, i got to talk it over with my wife. And after a couple of days, a guy calls you back and says, you know, I can get you an extra $500 off sticker price. Like in the price of a car, you're talking about something that's $25,000, but I'll get you an extra $500 off. And you go, oh, okay, maybe. Oh, extra $500 off. And then you convince, oh, well, we were, we were, we were kind of interested before. We weren't sure. Oh, but an extra $500? Yeah, now we're in. Now we're in on it. I mean, because that's the difference. An extra eight. It's not like the guy got an extra inch and a half. The guy got an extra eighth of an inch. Okay? So it's like, it's like the same thing as getting $500 off a car. If but you want to be excited about it, you can be. If you don't want to be excited about it, you're not. But the eighth of an inch is, is literally all right. You, you maybe mismeasured. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it could just I mean, be there's, a bad there's ruler. nothing there. It's a rounding error. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually measured in centimeters rather than I had the other side of the ruler up. Uh, that's my fault. Uh, let's let's measure again. Oh yeah, sir, your hand is six inches long. Sorry about that. Oh, good luck trying to throw that Duke football. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit, oh you know what I'm saying? Happy Monday. Happy Monday celebrating mm. Kenny Pickett's extra eighth of an inch. 
Wait for <gasps> it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Got to get to at least eight, nine inches, and then, then it's going to be good. On his hand. On his hand. Now oh, the guy's going to go number one overall. Got that extra in there. Uh, quarterbacks have been the order of the day today. Matt Ryan is now a Colt. Marcus Mariota is now taking over for him as the Falcons tank, as the Falcons try to move on from Matt Ryan. <laughs> Uh, rebuild, reboot, reload. And then with Matt Ryan, it's it's like, you know, Matt Stafford and the Lions. You know, we're, we're done here, right? <laughs> I gave you four we days to, to get something done. I deferred my $7.5 million. Several days to help you out. But if the quarterback matchmaking that's left really only involves Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, Right. That's really the last two guys that are going to need to change teams at some point. And Garoppolo is going to be a little bit a little a while because of his shoulder injury, which really just, I think, screwed up the entire offseason, because had he been healthy, he would have been the guy traded first and everything would have gone from there. But because suddenly, oh, I got shoulder surgery, that screwed everything up, right? And everything we saw since then has been a byproduct of that. Then suddenly teams decided to wait for Aaron Rodgers, then jump in for Russell Wilson. But if he and Mayfield are the last two guys, we told you that that Seattle might be the best destination for Baker Mayfield. His personality might mesh with Pete Carroll, who preaches competition, and Baker's got a chip on his shoulder. The fit for Garoppolo is still the team that I said was going to wind up getting him at the end of the season. It's still Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has said many times, we're going to camp with four quarterbacks, right? Getting Mitchell Trubisky, or now he's back to Mitch, bringing him in, not bad, right? He's done nothing with Buffalo the last two years, so people think he's good. Oh, he hasn't done anything to show us he sucked. He might be good now. This is kind of how it works in the NFL. Do nothing for a couple of years. People will think you're still good. But they need to add somebody else. And Garoppolo will still wind up being the guy because the Steelers are going to make some kind of, of – bold-ish move at quarterback, whether it's we're going to wait till the draft and get somebody in the draft or make a move right after the draft. If somebody else drafts a quarterback they like, somebody else might be free. The Steelers will do something, and I still look at them as the right destination because Garoppolo's a pro. He can rest in rehab. Trubisky can get all the reps in camp, and all right. And when Garoppolo's ready, you have the battle, and he can take over, and that's kind of how the Steelers are going to wind up playing it. And so for the place for Garoppolo to go where they can wait and hope that he's healthy when the season starts – Look, the Steelers have said, all right, we're coming to camp with these guys, and we got Trubisky, and if we have to go to him, he's okay. But really, Garoppolo, I think, is still their guy, and it's still where he's going to wind up ending up. No, I appreciate you trying to add an extra year for Mitchell in uh, Buffalo. He's only there a year. Only there a year. So, uh, but yes. He wasn't there for uh, three years? Year no. and a half? Two years? Three no, years? I, I mean, I know we, we kind of get into a when did that really happen because of the pandemic and trying to put things on timelines, that's tough. Uh, I think Garoppolo stays right where he is. Like, because you got Trey Lance, and you're trying to figure out what he is, right? Shoulder surgery allows Lance to get first-team reps. Doesn't mean you're not bringing in somebody else uh, in the interim, taking throws and, and running through drills and all. But I think the timeline works that – Garoppolo is ready to go. Dollar cost averaging. You're in for the norm of what the quarterback position costs across the league. And in terms of free agents that are still available, who's going to be better than him? 
Nobody. Oh, look at no body there. Still there, buddy. Still the still one. Still there. Still the no one boy. I run to. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, a story involving Urban Meyer today. It was even hard to believe, but it's true, Fox.